Welcome back to the Muse in Paris podcast. I am Zen, and this is a podcast about all things travel, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic destination. And with me in our cyberspace studio is Emily. Hello, hello. And somewhere out there, Kristen, you still there? <laughs> I am, and I was on pins and needles waiting to see who you would say first. <laughs> <laughs> I was all ready to say hello, and then you said Emily, and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, every once in a while, I ha- I actually had to say, um, put Emily in front of you. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Thanks. Thanks to make her feel wanted and such. Thanks. So, if you remember last week, we had a podcast about the gifts for the traveler. Now that it's after Christmas and all the sales are on, you're probably like us doing something very similar you're looking for gifts for yourself because it's on sale so we're doing something very similar this time but these are kind of gifts for you and what some things that you might find um useful on the trips so uh speaking of trips we have we have a sponsor and they're going to tell us oh that wasn't a very good segue okay (laughs) not like last time okay we have a sponsor break We'll be right back. Bye-bye. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. Okay, we're back after that horrific segue. Um, my first one is a backpack. Um, so I'm, I've been trying to... I'm sorry? What kind of backpack? Um, you know what? I've been trying to find the perfect backpack for years. So I've been going through a lot of different brands and, or try out a lot of different bags. And this is, I've come down to um, my favorite backpack, which is a bag called Peak Design. Um, and Peak Design actually started out as more of a camera backpack mm. company um, and camera accessories. But over the years, um, they have moved into like something called an everyday backpack, which can be used for cameras, but it's actually an excellent urban backpack. Um, it's the same thing. Another one that I really like is Timbuktu. Um, it's a company that started out with bicycle messenger backpacks, but then they also became more like an everyday use because they were so utilitarian that they actually found good use for people who travel um the one i like about the everyday backpack is two things is it has a major compartment that you can get into several ways and they have their own i think it's a patented velcro system so you can make the large you ever have a backpack and essentially you just dump stuff into it and you can't find anything at the Mm -hmm. bottom of it Mm -hmm. this allows you to segment it into multiple sections and open it from the side, and you can go into each compartment separately. Um, and what's nice is you can, um, they're actually designed, some of them are designed for cameras. So you can put your camera in one section, you can put your, like a rolled up 
um, jacking into the bottom or what have you. Um, they also, the one that I like is called the Everyday Backpack. What's also nice about it is it has a bunch of straps that are built into the bag that are not removable that hide in little pockets on the outside. But when you need to use them, you can pull them out and then you can actually bungee stuff essentially on the outside of the bag. Hmm. So Interesting. Yeah, so during the winter time when I was with my wife and kid, um, we were in Washington D.C. one year, and of course, um, you know, you go in, you're going inside a lot, and some of the museums, um, you actually could carry your backpack around with you. I don't know why, but we would take all of our jackets, roll them up into like these little small sleeping bag kind of rolls, and then attach them to the outside of my backpack, so we didn't have to carry them um, or wear them in the heated museums and it's really really nice that you have the ability to strap things on the outside of the bag yeah so anyways real estate yeah 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 so and it also the everyday one has a top which is kind of like a folding rolling top which is neat because it has a bunch of um different attachment points so you can actually make it the volume of the main section larger and larger and larger so it's a little bit expandable depending on how much stuff you have nice it's hard to explain go check them out online it's peak design everyday backpack and they come in two sizes it's like a 20 liter and like a 30 liter which is huge so that is huge that is very huge yeah does it have like the back supports? You know, it doesn't necessarily have a back support, but what's nice about this one is the straps that you put over your shoulders are on an articulated hinge. Mm. So it, okay. they, depending if you're smaller or bigger, it will go out wide if you're larger or pivot in narrower. Oh. And it's, and it's also designed for travelers is it actually has a special strap. That's the padded part that goes against your spine mm-hmm. is um, it actually is designed to be a loop. So when you have your suit, you know, your rolling suitcase, you can pull Ooh. up the handle and it will actually slide onto the handle of the rolling suitcase and attach your suitcase. That's awesome. Very useful. So yeah, it's great. I mean, check them out. I, I I own one, and I loved it so much. They now have a smaller version called a um, backpack zip, um, and I bought a second one in like a navy blue. So I have a black nice. one, which is big, and I have a navy blue one now, which I got for my birthday. Actually, yeah, I nice. it, <laughs> oh my so. gosh, your birthday was this month. Yeah, it was. happy belated birthday. <laughs> <laughs> When we're not all in the office, I forget these things. I know. I try to hide it personally, but <laughs> I outed you. Man. <laughs> you gave us some good ideas, at least, for the gift. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have this one that I feel like it doesn't sound that ingenious, and really it's not that ingenious <laughs> at all, but When my husband and I, when we were on our honeymoon, we were in New Zealand and we were just like walking about their downtown shopping area. And we found like a quirky little store that just sold a bunch of like random cute things. And one of the things we found that we bought and we loved was just this small little Bluetooth speaker. 
So it was like this portable Bluetooth speaker and it would, uh, you could use batteries or it could be charged by USB and it even had like a suction cup on it. So you could like attach it to the walls and stuff. And it's obviously not meant to be like a subwoofer or anything like that. Um, but it was perfect because when we would go to the beach, we could take it and have just enough music, like just for us. Or, um, when we were like on like, bus rides or things like that we could play music like just loud enough for us and we had it in, like i don't know to like soundtrack our whole experience <laughs> it was something we would never have thought like oh pack the speaker but now that we have this small little travel one that we could take places we bring it and we can like you could stick it up with a suction cup like in the bathroom of your hotel while you're getting ready and things like that so i um, have something like that give this a try Get the hotel garbage can, metal or plastic, flip it over, put it on top of the desk, and stick it to the mm-hmm. side of the garbage can. And it turns oh, the garbage can into a speaker. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah. it vibrates the garbage can, so it turns it into part of the speaker. It's really <laughs> nice. <cool. laughs> nice. Very smart. Yeah, you can kind of amplify the sound that way too. Yeah, that's great. Or put it in the garbage can and then yeah, use it as a horn. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> no, but oh, the yeah, ones that have the suction cup work well on yeah. those things. So. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like a hidden gem that we found, and now I think like, oh, that's such a like neat little gift. Maybe yeah, that was fun to have for travel. Like, and also just a good souvenir for yourself. Like it's yeah. practical, but you got it from New Zealand. <laughs> exactly. So now whenever we use it, we go, oh, remember when we got it at that store in Auckland? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch it. Did you, Is it wired or is it Bluetooth? It's Bluetooth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I think the one, I had a really old one that has, you actually had to use a speaker wire for. <laughs> oh, then. How dated. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's okay. Um, my recommendation is also Bluetooth really, or it is Bluetooth compatible, I guess. It's a Bluetooth thing. So it is an Apple Airfly Pro Bluetooth transmitter. And what? yes, so this one, I, I just started popping up in my, I don't know, I get ads for it and I see it like everywhere now. So I don't know how new it is, but essentially it turns the airplane's entertainment system into a bluetooth accessible thing so instead of having to remember to bring your plug-in headphones or using like the cheap free ones that they hand out you can bring your bluetooth headphones it can be the apple airpods or just any bluetooth headphones supposedly it's compatible with just any bluetooth speakers or not speakers but headphones and then you can you can put the airfly transmitter you that one has a little the little the thing that you would plug into the socket and turn it on and then connect it to your Bluetooth headphones. And then now you can watch movies without having, you know, the, the wired headphones to have to bring the wired headphones. Um, very convenient because I don't know about you, but I don't, I only use my wired headphones like for right now, basically <laughs> like it's very specific times in which I would use them. And I, so I don't remember to bring them on travel because I don't think about that all the time. Um, and so having this Bluetooth accessory transmitter, I guess, and just keeping it in my dedicated um, electronics like bag, it takes the thought out of it. Like I know I will always, because I always bring my AirPods, but I don't always bring my 
corded headphones. So, you know, I'm always covered if I want to watch a movie on my phone or on the, the screen in front of me. Yeah. So AirPods or AirPod Pros? Either. It's supposedly... Oh, no, no, I mean you. Oh, do you, me. Do you have- oh, I have the Pros. How, how well does the, uh, the noise cancellation work on a plane? On a, oh, I mean, pretty well, actually. Because usually um, day-to-day, like when I wear them at home, I only put one in my ear because it's like too freaky to have it that quiet. <laughs> um, I like need to be aware of my surroundings. But on an airplane, it works. I'm trying to think of the last time I... Because st- on the airplane, I still kind of put only one in my ear. Ah, okay. But I'm trying to remember the last time. It must have worked pretty well because it, I think the last time I actually put it in both ears, there must have been like a baby crying or something. Um, and so I put it in both ears, turned up the sound just a little bit more, obviously, and it, it was fine and I could sleep and it was all good. Or watch my movie, whatever I was doing. And it worked. Cool. My, no, my, my wife and kid have the the Bose ones, mm. you know, like the headphones. Yeah. But I've never used them. I just use regular headphones that are wired. Um, <laughs> so I, I was just wondering, I mean, I owned them, but I just never used them on the plane. So I'm afraid I'm going to lose them. I had that fear too, but I haven't lost them so far. I'm up. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, I am a coffee freak, so I love coffee, and um, I can deal with bad coffee, but I prefer not to. So mm-hmm. I have actually been known to travel with my own coffee. Um, wherever oh, you're I that go, guy. okay. I'm <laughs> that guy. Oh no, I don't do it on the plane. It's the, oh, okay. the hotel room. <laughs> so um, the thing is, what I so what I use is something called an AeroPress. And for I don't know how to explain it except that it's like a it's a little bit larger than a roll the the core of a toilet paper holder made out of plastic and it's kind of a syringe like thing and you put the coffee in it you pour hot water in it and then you plunge it um and um right into a cup and it makes a really really good cup of coffee in fact it's something that i use to make coffee every day at home and what all i do is i'll take some ground coffee put it in a container bring my AeroPress, and then all I have to do is find hot water and I'll um, make coffee wherever I go. And it's in, and it's not very large, so it's easy to pack um, in your suitcase. But if you have a friend who really, really loves coffee um, and wants to travel, I suggest an AeroPress. They also have something called, I think, an AeroPress Go or AeroPress Travel or something like that, which is a slightly smaller version than the home version, even though the home version is really small, that also includes a cup. So the cup is all integrated together. So you have a cup with you as well. So give it a try. I probably need that because I am also such a coffee drinker and sometimes those coffees in the hotel room are so bad. I wonder what I've did in my past life to deserve it. I swear. 
Well, I'm not picky. I am not picky, but sometimes those are just, I don't know. The worst, right? Not even. Yeah. Yes. So I could could benefit from something like that. I've mentioned this before is that I went to Chile and I thought because it was in South America that they were going to have fantastic coffee Right. to turn out that they only drink Nescafe. Oh, oh God, no. What? Yeah, they drink Nescafe, instant Nescafe. You go to a <laughs> restaurant, you ask for a cup of coffee, they give you some boiling water and instant Nescafe in a restaurant. No. Whoa. Yeah, and and there are a few, I mean, it's gotten better. So, like, I guess there are now coffee shops starting to show up because the, but um, like 10, 15 years ago, the only coffee you could get was essentially Nescafe. And that's what people drank at home. Um, I mean, you could get coffee, but it was pretty unusual. Hmm. So, um, do, like, actually, do they, they don't make their own coffee. Do they have coffee in their country? Like coffee farms and plants and stuff? You know, they might, but it's just not a thing. Right. And it's I'm funny. just thinking they're I don't know. I just, you, the coffee grows close to the equator. I feel like, you know, where it gets really hot year round. And I feel like they're not quite there. Well, the Chile is a really long country. Yeah, I know, but it's really thin and it just goes down that side. I feel like it's, yeah, I know they have the, yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know but still, American geography. It would, it seems like that you could import it pretty easily close. Cause yeah, you're the, think. yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so the last time I like my actually I the last time um my wife went to uh South America, Chile, and it was in um like about three years ago. And I was like, remember the coffee thing? And she goes, Oh yeah. So oh, I no. so I packed her the AeroPress and I packed her like a certain amount of coffee, and she's like, Oh my god, everyone was drinking my coffee. <laughs> And she ran out really quick. So the next time I actually had to send her down with like a, a almost like a bag of coffee. Because, <laughs> so she, she went two times in a row for, it was a family issue and she was making coffee from everyone. And no one could believe how good the coffee was That's that she could make. Nice. So funny. <laughs> so AeroPress, A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S. Got it. So my next one, this is probably already outdated. Do you love how I have to introduce all these ideas? I know what's popular anymore. I'm too old. Once upon a time, um, my friend had this little gadget that I thought was so cool. I went and got it and I still think it's cool and I'm sure it's not cool anymore, but um, I think it's called like an owl lens, and what it was was the different, basically photo lenses, and you just clip them onto the top of your phone, and the lens goes over the the like lens of your camera, and yeah. it helps you create really cool either like fish fish eye lenses, wide angles, um, or some really like good like close ups and things like that, which. I feel like now there are apps that will do that for you or the phones are just so good themselves. You don't need it, but it was a really cool thing to take while traveling. And just when you wanted to have the wide angle or do a really cool close up, you could just click that onto the top and it would really transform the pictures you were taking with your phone. 
Yes, I actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that was amazing. I have one (laughs) because my brother had one and I was so amazed that I asked him for one for Christmas that year and he gave me one. And now, but now with like wide lens, like it's all like, it's all part of the phone now. So I don't use it as much, but yes. I know. And I have to say, I feel like some of them were made with the specific, like the latest iPhone in mind, especially Mm -hmm. because now that like, I think I have the 11 and it has the two different cameras. I don't even know how that would work anymore. (laughs) And now the 13 has three. So, oh gosh. Yeah. See? So I don't know what the deal is now, but finding those little travel clippy lenses, they're good for people like me who don't have a natural eye for photography or don't know how to make really cool photos and I'm not downloading and paying for those apps that do that. It was a quick little hack (laughs) to have a cool photo. Agreed. Yes. Um, Okay. So my last recommendation is a massage gun, I guess. I don't know what you call it. It's a massage. So there's, you can get a couple um, like there's definitely cheaper ones on Amazon. I think Hypervolt is a really popular brand. Theragun um, is the the higher end brand, I guess. Um, I have never used the Hypervolt, but I have used the Theragun, and Theragun has different um, sizes and models. But I'm recommending the mini one for travel purposes, obviously. Mm-hmm. So the mini one fits in. It's like palm sized and it's like a triangle and you hold it and then it massages your area of aching and pains. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really, I didn't think that I would ever need it or use it until my friend brought it with us on a trip to Mammoth when we were snowboarding and she pulled it out and I was like, what is that? And, you know, she showed it to me. I used it and it's great. Usually like if I snowboard, for a day I'm pretty sore and I'm like it's kind of painful to snowboard the second day (laughs) Um, so really helpful uh, for any kind of traveler that's either like active in hiking I guess but not even hiking just if you're walking around the entire day like you can be quite sore just from walking around the city all day um, sightseeing Um, so I think Mm -hmm. that's just a great thing to have and it's small like i said it's travel size so you can just toss it in your suitcase um the hypervolt version of their their like travel version is is more of like a ball that vibrates i guess um and it's it's it seems like they use it someone who would buy a hypervolt travel massager i guess it's it's not so much like the pounding uh I guess movement that the Theragun has, it's more of like a vibration where you kind of put it, use it as like a, I don't know, like one of those roll, like you would roll your ankle out or you would roll your, your muscles out on him while it vibrates. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, That one's like ball sized. I given my explanations of both of them, I would still get the Theragun uh, just because I feel I, I would want that like pulsating, like, like, like I want someone to be hit. I don't know. It's not like hitting me, but you know what I mean? That like <laughs> that feeling of actually like getting my muscle, like really massaged out versus just like kind yeah. of the vibration. <laughs> Anyways, 
Yeah, that's my thoughts. Um, if you do get a Theragun, I'm not sure if they have different attachments for the mini one. But if you get um, like the standard or like the premium version, I guess, they definitely have different attachments that just, I guess, are recommended for different parts of your body or whatever muscle you're trying to like soothe. It's cool. It's very sleek looking too. So it's not ugly. And it's also quiet. So you're not like super loud massaging yourself. Right. <laughs> um, bothering people, I guess. But yeah. Cool. I have one other thing that I thought of. Yes. So all the travelers in your life, including yourself, probably have the passport holders, like the little cases for your passport. However, now they're making them with that specific dedicated pocket for a vaccination card. Oh my gosh. So time to update your passport holder. And that's even something you can get for a traveler in your life. Um, they had the the most recent one to keep their um, vaccination record with them, especially when you need to have that to show to enter places. Cool, that's yeah. a great idea. Mm-hmm. Actually, even though this is supposed to be gifts for us, there was one thing that I didn't mention on our last podcast that you can give to someone that's super cheap. Is um, go look online, and you guys reminded me because of that uh, the owl uh, lens is. Go look up online, just like uh, f- essentially Google f- photo checklist while traveling mm-hmm. and print up the list of um, and look at all these different things. Make your own list, print it up and laminate it for your first uh, your favorite traveler. And what it does is like you always take lots of photos, but you want to take interesting photos. And right. it's the checklist of trying to put together interesting photos, a photograph of all your bags packed a photograph of your um, getting in and out of a car or something like that. Um, a reflection of yourself in the window off of a famous building. Um, photograph some local uh, animals. Photograph something close up. So the thing is, it gives you a checklist. So when you come back, you have a really nice holistic series of images um, that you can show off your travels with. Nice. So, And that's so cheap because you just... You take, you find a bunch, put together your own checklist, make it a little pretty, laminate it, give it to your favorite traveler, and it's really nice and thoughtful, especially if it's the shape of a bookmark. Oh yeah, That's great. Like bookmarks. Yep. Yeah. That was <laughs> um. Oh, I think that's it. Yeah. Gifts, gifts for ourselves and also, of course, others. <laughs> if you find deals that are like the BOGO deals, buy one, get one free or buy one, get one half off. This is a great chance to do that, <laughs> to take advantage of that. Um, but we are so thankful for you for tuning into this episode of, like I said, gifts for yourself or gifts for your traveler. Uh, we hope that you had as much fun as we did. Let us know what you think on our social media channels where you can find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. Also, if you're newer to podcast, you can check out some of our older ones on destinations like Pan, Chile, and Colombia, just to name a few. Meet Us in Paris is a University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education Production. If you need a career boost looking to increase your workplace knowledge or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. 
And thank you again, as always, for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.